0: Okay, it's a big year in athletics in 2024. It's always big when it's Olympic year. We've got a good track and field team, a very good track and field team, and one person that's been watching all the action It will be in Paris 2024 is a champion athlete in her own right, and athletics commentator Tamsin Manu, who joins us this morning. Hello, Tamsin.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: Very well. It feels like yesterday it was the Tokyo Olympics, and now we've got another one just around the corner, which is sensational.
1: Well, it is a bit strange, isn't it? Only three years between the Olympics, we're used to the four, and it has come around very quickly. But that's exciting for the Australian athletic team because it's filled with talent leading into next year.
0: It is. Before we look ahead to 2024 and what might be achievable, as we look back on 2023, Tamsin, um, who can be very satisfied with what they've achieved this year?
1: Oh, we were incredible at the World Championships in Budapest. Australia left with a record haul of six medals which was incredible which says that we have a lot of talent because there's so much depth in track and field um globally these days but i think if you had to hand pick anyone you would say Mackenzie little the javelin thrower um the she's graduated as a doctor this year she got the bronze at the world championship (laughs) she's had such a huge year um and the other one you can't go past Mimi kennedy she got the gold she shared it for the first time in World Championships history with Katie Moon from the USA in the pole vault, so um, jumping an Australian record 490. So I think, for mine, those two are the athletes that had a year to remember. And internationally, you'd go with Noah Lyles, the American sprinter who got the triple gold at the World Championships, and the Kenyan faced Kip Yagon, who broke the world record this year, over 1,500 miles and the 5,000, which has now been taken, the 5,000. But incredible, double gold world champ for her too in the 1,500, 5,000.
0: Yeah, some incredible performances there. What about on the other end of the scale, Tams, And Who will be more than happy that uh, 2023 is just about over and they can focus on 2024?
1: Well, I think this is a pretty obvious one. You'd probably have to say Pete Bowles. Yeah, 100%. Um, our 800-metre 800, our 800 star, you know, he was fourth in those Tokyo Olympic Games, he had the crowd on their feet. The Australians were all behind him. And I just really hope that the Australians are back um, behind people because what a horrible year for him. You know, he was dealt with that drug allegation, had to fight to clear his name and he cleared his name. You know, we're talking about an innocent athlete who went through a horrific um, scenario that no athlete, who is a clean athlete, would want to go go through. And um, he's so super talented, such a lovely, lovely person. I think he'll definitely want to get this year out of the way and start 2024. Um, Ollie Hall, who was such a big name in 2022, who won that 1500 meter gold in Birmingham, um, I think he he had a year full of injuries, and he'll be looking forward to getting this year out of the way and starting 2024. What
0: do you fresh. What do you think Peter's capable of next year? As you say, it's been a horrible, horrible year for him, but he's got, I guess, the the lure of the Olympics on the horizon. What do you think he can achieve?
1: You know, he's such a beautiful mover and he's a really good competitor. And I think we saw the way he went through the rounds at those Olympics was incredible. He was brave enough to leave the final and take the chance and take the race by the scruff of the neck in, in that final. And just unfortunately, he just couldn't hold on for that bronze medal. Um, and then he, he backed it up a year later to make a world championship final um, in 2022. So And then he got the medal, obviously, in Birmingham in the Commonwealth Games. So he's a really super talented athlete. And I think as long as his mind's clear and, and mentally he's switched back on again and he's focusing just on his athletics, I think he's he's a force to be reckoned with and I think he can get onto that podium.
0: Let's hope so. We're speaking to Tams and Manu, athletics commentator. So we have look back on 2023. Now we're looking forward to 2024. It's always a massive year when it's an Olympic year. There'll be crowds back in the stadium as well, unlike Tokyo. So Paris 2024 will be sensational. Uh, give us a couple of names we should be looking out for in 2024.
1: Okay, so let's throw a relatively new one out there, Cameron Myers, the 17-year-old yes. um, who, you know, he broke the 16, 16 and 18-year-olds, uh, world's best, we'll call it, because they don't really hold world records um, at that age. But he was the second youngest person in history to break the four-minute mile this year when he ran 3.55 at the Mori Plant meet in February. He was only nine days older than the Olympic champ, Jakob Ingebrigtsen, from Norway. So he has... Um, a big, bright future. And if he can make that Olympic Games team, he's going to be super young. And I think it's also really good for us to know how young he is and don't expect too much from him if he makes that Olympic team. But he's qualified and um, he's definitely one to watch, not just for next year, but going through to the future years in track and field. But he certainly has Ollie Horse, Drew McSwain, Adam Spencer, Matt Ramsden. it's going to be a hard team to make in that 1500. And I think for the women, you know, she's starting to get better known, but Abby Caldwell. Um, She won a medal in Birmingham in the 1500 metres. She's just a, a great racer. Tactically, she just knows where to be at the right time. And I think she's got super talent. She ran really well at the World Championships, over 800 and 1500 with personal best there. And so... She's another one, but she's got great talent against her too with Lyndon Hall and Jess Hull. But those are the two names, I'd say. Abby Caldwell, Cameron Myers.
0: What about Genevieve Gregson? It's a remarkable story, really. We saw what happened in the in the steeplechase. She ruptured the Achilles. She's gone on to, to become a mum. Now she's running the yep. marathon. I think she's she's already run a qualifying time. I mean, this is a pretty amazing story, what Genevieve's doing.
1: Uh Again, Greg said, isn't she just tough as nails? If you look through her career from when she burst onto the scene, um, she was at college um, in America and she qualified for those Olympics in 2012 um, past the cutoff date and a social media campaign got her put onto to the team in London, rightly so. She deserved to be there. And she's going for her fourth Olympic Games um, next year, which is just an incredible story. Um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant athlete. She's had her little baby and she's she's coming back and she's stepped up to the marathon and, she hasn't looked back, has she? That race in Valencia where, where she certainly showed what she's capable of. And, you know, if if she makes that team, which she certainly put herself as one of the people in the driver's seat to make that team, um, you know, anything can happen in a marathon at a, a global championship. So we'll definitely be watching out for Jen to do very, very well.
0: Yeah, she's incredibly mentally tough, uh, Jennifer Gregson. So what are some of the big stories do you think are going to be in the world of athletics in 2024?
1: Well, I think internationally, I actually think that the 200 world records could go, which is a big um, story because Florence uh, Flojo holds the women's one and Usain Bolt holds the men's one. But I think that Noah Lyles has great capabilities to break that 200 world record, as does the Jamaican Sharika Jackson. But for Australia, I think the biggest story for us will be how many medals Australia can get in um, the Olympics in Paris, because I think if you're fresh off a World Championships where you win six medals, we have great capabilities to perhaps get our second biggest medal haul in an Olympic Games. I think it's going to be pretty hard to beat the twelve medal um, tally that we got from Melbourne 1956. <laughs> I won't say it's out of, you know, you know they could do it, but everything would have to go certainly, um, absolutely right. But you know, I think we can beat the six that they got in Mexico City in '68 and London 1948. Tokyo in 1964. So, yeah, I think we can get over six medals um, at at Paris Olympics because, you know, Maddie Denny, I feel like in the discus, it's his time. He's just finished off that podium a few times now. Um, there's three chances in the women's javelin with um, Mackenzie Little, Kelsey Lee Barber, who's already an Olympic medalist, and Catherine Mitchell. Um, she's a veteran of the throwing uh, team, but she certainly showed last year in the qualifying for the World Champs that she's um, somebody who's still not ready to say goodbye to the sport. Pole vault: Curtis Marshall, Nina Kennedy, um, Brooke Bushkul. She was disappointed at the World Champs, but she's a seven-metre-plus jumper. And she, she does that at the Olympics. She's you know very close to that podium. The women's high jump, we had two medalists at the World Champs, Eleanor Patterson and Nicola McDermott. Um, and Jemima Montag in the walk. Um, she won a medal at the World Champs and she's certainly one of the favourites leading into Paris. But that's without mentioning the fact that, you know, the 1,500 runners, male and females, have a good chance. Um, Pete Boll, Joe Deng in the 800, Katrina Bissett on her best day could win a medal. Um, and the Women's Marathon we mentioned, there's there's not just Jen, there's a lot of athletes around her, Lisa Waitman, Sinead um, Diver, Eloise Wellings and Izzy Bat-Doyle. And... Can Roland Browning go sub ten seconds? I yes, think he can as well. You think he can? I think he can. I think he definitely can.
0: So, in your time as a competitor with the Australian athletics team, and and now you know calling and commentating the sport, is this the in terms of the depth of quality we've got? Is this the best you've seen?
1: Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, if you go back to those Melbourne nineteen fifty six Olympics, we had such fantastic names. We had Betty Cuthbert who won the three golds in the hundred, two hundred, four by one hundred. Shirley Strickland two goals. That doesn't happen a lot these days. Um, there's so much more depth. There's more countries. You know, Russia, uh, the Soviet Union disbanded, but there's a whole more, whole heap of countries from them that have now now broken away. And you get three competitors per nation. The African nations are so strong. It's not just the Kenyans. Um, You know, and and America's really stepped up their middle distance campaign. Like it's just in Europe, athletics are still so big. And I just feel that it's a lot harder for a country um, to be super successful um, with big medal tallies as it was back in the day. There's not as many super powerhouse countries. I mean, the USA is still very strong. (laughs) But I mean, France, for example, at the World Championships, they only won one medal. Um, Australia did better than them. So I think we're really batting above where everybody thought that we used to be in track and field in, you know, the last 20 to 30 years. We've come back with a vengeance and we are starting to be that powerhouse track and field nation that we were back in the 40s, 50s
0: and 60s. It's amazing. Uh, will you be in Paris?
1: At the moment, no. Oh,
0: what a <laughs> moment, shame.
1: I'll be back here watching as a fangirl. Um <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, I'd love to go. I, I I went to Budapest. I was lucky enough to work for World Athletics and do some commentary there, but... Um... I do love watching and calling athletics. So hopefully I get myself on the plane there. But if not, I'll certainly be sitting watching every single bit of the action.
0: Uh, It's going to be amazing. Uh, Tamsin, thanks so much for your time. Uh, We can't wait. This athletics team is doing some great things and uh, the expectations are are pretty big for Paris. Thanks for your time. Have a great Christmas, a great new year. Enjoy the school holidays. And uh, we look forward to touching base next year.
1: Thanks. Thanks very much.